Today's show is sponsored by Talkspace, the online therapy company. For a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, you can pick an experienced, licensed therapist you relate to and feel comfortable with. Each and every therapist has at least a master's degree and has completed over 3,000 hours of supervised work. To match with your perfect therapist, go to Talkspace.com forward slash boom. And to show your support for this podcast, use code boom to get $30 off your first month. That's boom. Talkspace.com slash boom. B-O-O-M. You are Locked On Eagles, your daily podcast on the Philadelphia Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Good afternoon and welcome to the Locked On Eagles podcast. I am your host, Teron Davenport, and we are here to bring you another edition of the Locked On Eagles podcast. It is the bye week. So what we're going to do after three games, we're going to take a look at the coaching staff. We're going to grade them. We're going to grade the offense. We'll grade the defense. That'll be our next few shows during this bye week. So this this episode will be focusing on the coaching staff, and we have to start with Doug Peterson. But before we do, I want to definitely call for you to subscribe to this podcast, the Locked on Eagles podcast on iTunes and Audio Boom. It is here for you on Monday through Friday podcast is giving you 15 10 to 15 minutes of eagles talk so i appreciate you guys tuning in and definitely be sure to follow on itunes as well as audio boom getting right into it we're going to look at doug peterson and just what he has done i have to say coach has done an outstanding job i mean he's someone who came in with a lot of doubts i remember doing a a power ranking of the coaches in the nfc east division and i had him as the fourth ranked coach, I believe it was. Yeah, I I went, I went. Uh, yeah, he was the fourth ranked coach. I started off with with man, I don't even remember how I did that listing. I believe it was it was Jason Garrett was first, followed by Jay Gruden, then Peterson, then um, uh, McAdoo, the coach up there for the Giants. So he was third rather. So I was incorrect. He he was third in my rankings, but I think. After these three games, you you probably want to put him first because he's going up against, you know, some pretty solid coaches. Uh, the Bears two weeks ago and, and this past week against the Steelers. And Mike Tomlin is a, a top five, top ten coach easily in the NFL. And the Steelers were overmatched in that game. And I think a large part of that was due to coaching. And with Doug Peterson, you have to loop in Frank Reich. Also, with this play call in it, the play design, I mean, that misdirection was there. They were able to use that against the, the Steelers' aggressive defense. They put some things on film in the preseason and earlier in the season, and they just, in this game, they just worked off of it. Case in point, Josh Huff, Huff on the jet sweep. That's something that, you know, they were able to find some success with. They scored a touchdown against the Colts with that jet sweep. And it was on film, and, and it's clear that, that they like to get the ball to Jeff, Josh Huff on, on those type of routes and, and plays, and uh, they were able to play off of it. And you saw a couple of big gains come out of that. Uh, Ken John Barner had a 14-yard gain, and then he had another one where he, he had a nice gain as well just off of that fake jet sweep run. And, and man, what more can you say? Even looking at uh, a tight end screen from the two-yard line, who does that? 
That was an excellent play call a couple of weeks ago against the Bears. Look at just how, how they're working things, uh, the the levels of, of reads that Carson Wentz is able to make. They're making it very easy for him, and they're they're just doing an excellent job. I mean, they flooded the zone at, at times last week, and they gave Carson Wentz that high-low read, and as a result, Brent Selleck was open and a couple touch passes for big gains and what more can you say about that that coaching staff? They did an excellent job offensively. And and then just looking at the development of Carson Wentz, this is a guy, I mean, listen, a lot of people had doubts about him being the number two pick or people had doubts about him coming from North Dakota State. Now, I, I didn't have doubts because of where he came from uh, as far as school is concerned. I felt that North Dakota State actually prepared him very well to make this transition to the NFL. In fact, I think it did it better than – pretty much any other quarterback as as far as from a mental aspect, you know, and the requirements that he had during his time in North Dakota State. But anyhow, DeFilippo and and Frank Wright, as well as as Doug Peterson, they did an excellent job just getting him ready. I mean, eight days before he – He's his first start. He finds out he's going to be the starter, and and the performance that he made coming out in that season opener, and then just the fact that they're working with him, they keep the ball out of harm's way. I mean, he hasn't turned the football over in three games. That's a testament to both Wentz and the coaching staff, and and just how they're making the game uh, much more digestible for Wentz, and it's showing with his performance. Then you have to look at some of the other positions. I mean, the offensive line, uh, these guys have have done an excellent job. They've made the adjustments. Now, obviously, there's going to be a new adjustment that they have to make with Lane Johnson being out soon. So they're going to have to shuffle that around. But you have to give kudos to to Eugene Chung, who's done an excellent job, as well as as some of the other coaches. Uh, I mean, when you look at that offensive line, this is a group that, you know, is led by Jeff Stoutland, the coach, and uh, they had an outstanding. They, they performed really well against the Steelers last week. I mean, the Steelers are a team that that you know they they like to to get that pressure on the quarterback. They said that they wanted to attack Carson Wentz and and hit him early and often to kind of knock him off off course, and it's what they tried to do. But frankly, they couldn't do it. So. You you look at what they were able to do uh, as far as keeping him upright and giving him time. I mean, that that's a testament to Jeff Stoutland and to that coaching staff. So outstanding job by them. Just moving on to the receivers and running backs. I mean, Greg Lewis and, and Deuce Staley, these are guys that played the position. They've definitely done an excellent job working with the guys. I mean, obviously, you know, drops are a bit of an issue, but, hey, they're going to happen. You just have to move on from them. And I think the receiving core has actually played pretty well. And the running backs, Ken John Barner, especially Wendell Smallwood this past week, 79 yards rushing. That's the most by any Eagles running back so far. And he's a rookie, and he was just happy to get into the rhythm. And he said multiple times how much having Deuce Staley as a coach has helped him. So offensively, that coaching staff has definitely done an excellent job. And just looking at the defensive side of the ball, I think this is where the performance really just just stands out. And, I mean, starting from up front, Chris Wilson, he's a guy that worked with Fletcher Cox before, as well as Phillip Daniels. These guys are coaching the, the, the defensive linemen. They're working with them. And, man, Brandon Graham, I tell you, is, is 
really uh, getting off to a hot start, three sacks in three games, as well as Fletcher Cox. You know, he has three sacks in three games as well, including a sack fumble. So these are two guys that are playing well. Benny Logan is, is, is doing his thing next to Fletcher Cox. And then you look at the guys in the rotation on the outside. We mentioned Graham, but then you got Connor Barwin, Vinnie Curry. You even got Marcus Smith and, and Stephen Means coming in and, and getting some snaps. So these guys up front are getting to the quarterback. Four sacks last week against the Steelers, and they only blitzed four times. Now stop and think about that. They only blitzed four times but got four sacks. They were after Ben Roethlisberger the whole game. Having those guys up front, the way that they were able to get to the quarterback, that's what allows you to drop those other guys, the other seven back in coverage. You know, that's what allows you to to keep a guy like Antonio Brown from having a big play to score a touchdown. Granted, he had 12 receptions, 140 yards. I'm going to tell you this much. Every week, Antonio Brown's going to get his. It's a given. You just, it's going to happen. But you have to limit him from being able to get those big plays. And that, he wasn't able to do that against the, the Eagles this past week. And even though there were so many attempts to get him the ball in space and allow him to make plays, by the way, that guy, his acceleration is, is ridiculous. I, I haven't seen uh, a receiver be able to accelerate like that with the ball in his hands. Now, when the ball's in the air, Deshaun Jackson will take that as the, the fastest guy. But once he gets the football, he's out. And they just did an excellent job of keeping him from turning on those jets, turning up field, and accelerating the way that he does. So that being said, you have to look at Corey Unlin, what he's been able to do, getting Jalen Mills ready. I mean, this is a guy, and I wrote about it today on the Eagles Wire. Uh, this is a, He faced back-to-back Alshon Jeffrey and then Antonio Brown. That's not an easy test for any cornerback, especially a rookie. So for him to come in and, and do what he did, definitely give him a shout-out. Uh, I, I think he he's done an awesome job. Now, just moving on to the, the linebackers, I mean, that's still a, a position where, you know, you want to see Michael Kendricks do a bit more. But I tell you, Jordan Hicks has definitely been on top of things. It's it's remarkable how he's been able to, you know, control the game and, and, and you know get everybody lined up and do the things that he needed to do as far as coming down and, and making plays against the screen game. And that's something that Malcolm Jenkins has done also. Uh, Jenkins and Rodney McLeod together are one of the best safety tandems, and it's something that we expected coming into this this year, and uh, they are definitely proven that they deserve to be among the, the top tandems, and, and that's a, another testament to Corey Unlin. So we're kind of bouncing around here and moving back to the linebackers. You know, not only has, has – uh, has, uh, Jordan Hicks stood out. Also, Nigel Bradham. I mean, he's a guy that he had the interception last week. He's another one that's coming down and, and making plays against the run, making plays against the screen. That's one thing that you're seeing. This team is playing the screen pass pretty well after it was a problem for them initially, and, and they've rebounded and made the adjustments. And I think that's really due to the play from Hicks and Bradham. So looking at them, those guys are, are standout players for sure. And, uh, man, it, it was a great game, uh, you know, seeing these guys perform the way they did. Uh, very, very good play. So we, we definitely wanted to, to look at that. And I know you're going to want to see the Eagles the next time they're home. It's not going to be for a little bit, but I tell you what, you could go on to SeatGeek right now and you could put in the, the price alerts so that way you could get a, a good deal on tickets. And it, here's the thing. 
Buying tickets online for sports and concert, it's been a confusing process for a while, but it's been hard to find the best deal for that game or the show that you want to want to go to. So you're looking at these older sites. They haven't really done anything to change that, but that's where SeatGeek comes into play. They've come along and created an amazing app along with a website that makes it easier for fans to buy and sell tickets. I have used the SeatGeek app for concerts. Uh, actually, I'm directing my sister in law to use that to get tickets she wants to go to the falcons versus uh eagles game and I, I told her to go on there and she used it as well she has the the seat alerts coming so i tell you what i, I have it on my phone and it, you know it's just easy to just go on there and and look for tickets everything about it is designed to make life easier for sports or music fans it does all the price comparison for you by searching multiple ticket sites and then it ensures that you get the best possible deal. SeatGeek does all the work. You save the time and money. And here's another kicker. They want to get you the best bang for the buck. That's why every ticket on SeatGeek is given a grade based on its value. You'll immediately see any underpriced seats and be able to find deals that fit your budget. Best of all, you guys, my listeners, you get a $20 rebate off your first SeatGeek purchase. Here's what you have to do. Get your, your rebate by downloading the SeatGeek app. Go to the settings tab and click add a promo code. Enter the promo code L-O-E-A-G-L-E-S. That's promo code L-O-E-A-G-L-E-S. SeatGeek will send you $20 after you made your first ticket purchase. It doesn't get any better than that. Download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code L-O-E-A-G-L-E-S today. So just wrapping it up with the coaching staff. Overall, I mean, I have to give them an A. No one has predicted a three and oh start for the Eagles, especially including a drubbing of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I mean, Doug Peterson has, has weathered a, a number of storms, whether it be, you know, some of the things that happened in the off season, the Sam Bradford thing, he's got this, he, he got this, this uh, play group of players to buy into Carson Wentz and, and into his message of, of just, you know, taking it one game at a time, but believing, and that's what they've done. And, you know, they're going into the bye week, 34-3 victory over the Steelers. They'll be back next Sunday, October 9th, going against the, the Detroit Lions. And Peterson just told them that to get out of town and, and enjoy their family. That's something that he wants to make sure that all the coaches and players do. And they'll be back on Monday to get things started for their Week 5 contest. They could very well go 4-0. So the overall grade for the coaching staff is an A for sure. No way you could give them anything other than that. Time of possession, defense, offense. I mean, they're ranked among the top 10 in, in so many categories, and that's a uh, just just shows how well Doug Peterson and that coaching staff has done. So that's your show. We graded the coaches today, and we'll be grading the offense tomorrow. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at TDavenport underscore NFL. Follow the work on the EaglesWire.USAToday.com. And most importantly, subscribe to this podcast, Locked on Eagles on iTunes and Audio Boom. Thanks a lot, folks. 
Is Democracy in Danger or Decline? Condoleezza Rice, William Galston, and Carlos Gutierrez and others take on this question in the fall edition of The Catalyst, a journal of ideas from the Bush Institute. Surveys show Americans place less trust in institutions like the media and business. Others contend America has faced far more challenging periods and emerged strong. Leading policymakers, Bush Institute experts, and respected journalists take on this debate. Read about it at bushcenter.org slash catalyst.